Hey there, and welcome back to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your teacher, Chanel. Welcome back. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode. If this is your first time here, welcome. Please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast um, and tune in every single Monday because that is when we upload brand new episodes. Also, please make sure that you guys do not forget to leave a review upon finishing the episode. Let me know how you felt about it. You guys can find me on Instagram, YouTube at TJ Chanel, and then on TikTok at the TJ Chanel. All of my ads are in the show notes of each and every episode, just FYI. Um, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I wanted to make some announcements. The very first announcement is the bundle that I had available for the last two weeks with the Ready, Set, Manifest course and um, the Quantum Shift Meditation. I did extend the coupon code for that. So it will be down in the show notes as well. But it is TikTok if you guys are interested in getting the Manifestation course along with the Quantum Shift Meditation you guys can use code TikTok and save 50% off. So I will leave that down in the show notes. In addition to that, I am going to create a, or next month, which is May, um, it's going to be money month. All month, we're going to talk about all things money, credit repair, budgeting, of course, money mindset, all things money, we're going to cover next month so on my tiktok i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do with instagram (laughs) it's just kind of sitting i don't know exactly what i'm gonna do with youtube it's a little chilling as well but definitely here on the podcast and on tiktok we're gonna cover all things money now here's my plan and y'all gonna have to hold me accountable because as it gets closer to the summertime i just get busier in my businesses so y'all Hold me accountable now, but my goal is to post every single day a brand new episode. Now, it won't be a full-on episode, but it'll be five to six minutes to keep you guys in line, keep you guys on track. I'm going to create some type of challenge next month, and um, I'm going to post all of the, the episodes, the audios here on the podcast, number one. Number two, I'm also going to be teaching a class that I taught um, a year or so ago. I'm going to teach it every single week in the month of May. It is called the Money Activation Masterclass. It will be a free class. However, in order to get access to the class, you will have to purchase the, the Money Activation Workbook, which is only $19, okay? So I will have that in the show notes of today's episode okay i'm just gonna throw it on the website it probably won't have a description yet or any of that but i will throw it up there just so that you all can start to register for it and um the week before next week sometime let me find my words next week you guys those who sign up for the class and buy the ebook or the workbook you guys will get your downloadable copy of it next week right um because i have to do some editing to it and make it cuter and all of the things so it's not ready yet 
However, you will get it just in time for the very first class. Now, I'm going to teach the same class every single week um, in the month of May. So if you can't make it the first class, you can come to second or third class. If you want to come to all of the classes, it's going to be the same exact information. But if you just want to show up every single time, especially for the Q&As, the Q&As are always different. Questions are always different. Um, then you can show up all four times next month or just one time next month. It's a really amazing class that really tackles the mindset, the money mindset, which is people who have issues with money, it's because of their mindset, okay? So um, it's an amazing class and I highly recommend that all of you all sign up for it. Again, you have to purchase the workbook in order to get access to the class. So that's so far is how that's going to be set up. So again, it will be down in the show notes. Okay, so now let's get into today's episode. So there was this video that was going viral on where? Tell me where. Tell me where. Yes, you guessed it on TikTok <laughs> for the last several weeks. And there's this young lady that starts out by saying, be delusional. And um, I created a TikTok. And I posted it a couple of days ago, giving my two cents, okay? And so basically what she was saying is that she is delusional by way of believing that anything and everything is possible. And I think she said a lot about guys and, you know, I think it was more so that, you know, that she could attract any man that she wants or whatever. And I don't care no about that, okay? But it really just brought up the memory of me teaching my clients over the years to live. I call it La La Land. She calls it being delusional. I call it La La Land. And what La La Land looks like is a place where it's a mindset where you believe that any and everything is possible, that nothing is impossible, right? No matter how big and outlandish and delusional you may sound when you say that you're going to manifest a thing you just believe it right so we really need to go back to a place go back to our childhood that's where a lot of the traumas were created that's where a lot of the shadows were created all from our childhood but also when we were children we believed that anything and everything was possible and we didn't understand why adults would say no. What do you mean that's not real? You know, we believed in unicorns and Superman. We believed that humans could fly, right? We believed in all of the things. We, we lived in the land of make-believe. And then we got older, or as we got older, we were bombarded with the limiting beliefs of society, the limiting beliefs of the people who raised us, our parents, our grandparents. We had to listen to them say things like money is the root of all evil. Or some of us had to, we have memories of being told no all the time. No, you can't have this. No, you can't have that because we can't afford it, right? Some of us were raised in homes where the lights were cut off, where there was no water, where you know, there was constant moving because your parents couldn't afford to pay the mortgage or pay the rent, right? So, so many people have that experience. 
Some of you may have a memory of getting hand-me-down clothes because your parents couldn't afford to buy you brand new things. Okay, so a lot of us have a lot of different memories. For me, I was raised in a beautiful home in a really nice neighborhood, even though they were prejudiced. Um, I went to a really nice school. So I don't really have the memories of struggle growing up. However, I do have a memory of a single mom raising three children all by herself and working her fingers to the bone literally to maintain our lifestyle, to make sure that we had great things, right? We had a nice home to live in, a brand new car. We were driving, riding around in every two years. My mom would get a brand new Lincoln Town car because that was her car. And uh, my mom was an entrepreneur. I've told you guys this before. She was a seamstress and she designed clothes, made clothes, anything. If you could think it, she could create it. And so that's what she did. But I watched her not charge her worth. I'll never forget when this bride-to-be had came in and she had this picture of this beautiful wedding dress and my mom could literally make anything and it didn't look homemade. It always looked like it came straight off the runway, right? She had this picture of this beautiful gown and the gown was $10,000 and she brought it to my mom and my mom created it for less than $1,000, okay? And that just kind of got stuck in my mind because even though we had really nice things, my mom didn't have a huge nest egg, right? She was able to pay the bills, but there was no huge savings account with tens of thousands of dollars because based on the work that she did, she should have had that. But because she was always trying to help people, she never charged her worth. So even though I didn't grow up, I don't have that struggle story, you know, my childhood, I don't have that story. Uh, I do have the memory of my mom working all night and all day to barely make any money, right? She definitely would spend so many hours on one piece and not get paid for it, right? So with that being said, that created a shadow that created a limiting belief, right? That you have to work really, really hard for money and you don't have a lot of it. You don't get a lot of it, right? And so I had to work on that and I had to fix that in my mind. And so at this point, I have no problem. My The price is the price, you know? Um, it is what it is. Either you see the value in it or you don't, but it took me a while to actually get there. Okay. So our childhood, you know, there were so many limiting beliefs that come from most of our limiting beliefs come from our childhood. Okay. But I don't want you guys to think about that during this episode. I really want you to think about, go back in your mind, um, where there was a time that you lived, you remember living in the world of make-believe. Maybe you walked around with a cape on, you had a, a, a sheet or a pillowcase around your neck and you would just fly around the house or run around the house pretending to be Superman. 
or maybe you pretended to ride unicorns. I have a story, of course. Um, I was about five years old, I think, and it was my birthday. And um, I was born December 16th, so nine days from Christmas, and I always got these stupid combo gifts, right? I call them birthmas gifts. Because I would get like one gift from people and it would, they would say, oh, this is for Christmas and birthday. It was so unfair. But anyway, <clears throat> this particular year, I wanted a bike. I wanted a strawberry shortcake bike. And I remember my mom saying, um, go outside. There's something for you outside on the back porch. So I went outside nobody really followed me I just went you know by myself right so I opened up the door and no one can tell me <laughs> that I did not see freaking Santa Claus flying up in the air I guess that's just how creative my imagination was but as I opened up the door and I saw this bike sitting here brand new bike and then I look up in the sky, no one can convince me that I did not really see Santa Claus in the reindeer flying up in the air, bells and everything. I remember running into the house and telling my mama, come see, come see, come see. And then she ran out and of course, Santa Claus was gone. But I, I have that very vivid, distinct memory <laughs> Oh, Santa Claus bringing my bike. No, damn well my mama did it. But in my mind, I remember seeing Santa Claus. So I want you guys to go back in your minds to a place in time where anything and everything, no matter how outlandish it sounds, existed. Like, it was very, very real. Okay? And I want you guys to connect to that feeling. Because most people would never believe that I saw Santa Claus flying in the sky and actually nobody believed me right but I just want you to connect to that part of your brain that had no limitations and I I want you to think about all of the people who are in the spotlight just because we know who they are it's easy right Jim Carrey has that story of when he was broke and he wrote out a million dollar check and he carried this check around with him for years. And in his mind, he was going to make, or was it 10 million? Maybe it was 10 million. Which one was it? Was it 1 million or 10 million? I, I kind of think it was 10 million. But he walked around with this check that he had written um, for years. And then I think it was dumb and dumber that he was, it had to be more than a million dollars. It had to be 10 million. So we're just going to roll with 10 million. And, um, you know, he went through life and, you know, swearing up and down, he was going to make this $10 million. And then ultimately some years later, that's exactly what he was paid. And I believe it was for dumb and dumber. One thing that I really, really love to do, I'm not like a stand for any celebrity other than who, who Usher. Okay. Usher is like, I'm a fan like a huge Usher fan, but anybody else I don't really care for. I'm not that person that, you know, loves celebrities or no, 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 But Usher is a different story. Okay. Mind your business. But, uh, <laughs> um, I'm not a huge celebrity person. 
Like, I could care less. They're just regular people like the rest of us. At least most of them are. But I really do love to study some celebrities. Like, watching um, interviews of certain celebrities. And especially people who are in this space, in this in this thought space, right? Thought leaders. I love to watch interviews and just really see how they think and how did they begin their journey? Like that's always been very interesting and intriguing to me. So I would encourage you all, if you have people that you really, really like, study them, get to know their story, get to know how they think and why they think and what do their routines look like every single day? And you'll start to see some patterns, right? And some things that they do that has contributed to them being successful, okay? But most importantly, the whole point of this entire episode is that I want for you guys to take the limits off. Take the limits off of your dreams, of your ambitions, of your goals. Take the limits off. I don't want you guys to think about, okay, well, I would love to hit $10 million in my business, but I haven't even made $1,000 yet. I don't care. Stick to that $10 million goal, right? And do what it takes to get there, right? And what I mean by that is that inspired action that we all have. We all get those nudges to do a thing, right? We all get those nudges to go here, go there, call this person, go watch this video. We've all done that, right? And and I, I get so many ideas and epiphanies watching movies i'm not a huge tv watcher i don't watch really watch tv um but we will watch movies and there's, i get so many ideas just from writing or, or watching movies and um reading books and it just ideas just come in the most random ways um Things that I've been thinking about doing and I just kind of procrastinate on it or just don't really give it too much thought. And then I'll be watching, I don't know, some random TikTok or some random video on YouTube. And then the person will mention actually what I've been divinely guided to do, right? And we all get that divine guidance and we kind of push it off, put it on the back burner. "Eh, I'm not really going to do that. And then you'll, lo and behold, see someone else talking about it or see someone else doing it. So I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last, um, the last podcast, but one thing that I found so interesting, and if I said this in the last podcast, just know that it it just really kind of struck a nerve and that's why I'm repeating it and I'm repeating it because I want to make sure that I say it. And I don't remember if I said it in the last episode. But the book that you guys know that I'm reading, Becoming Supernatural, he mentions um, how he would wake up. I don't know if he still does this, but he would wake up between the hours of 1 and 4 a.m. because that is when melatonin is the highest. We all know that melatonin naturally occurs right within us. And we also know that the best time to reprogram your subconscious mind is when you're in that sleepy state, right? You're not quite asleep, but you're not really awake. It's like that first realm of of sleep. This is a time that is 
perfect to reprogram your mind. And so he's saying that because the melatonin is highest between one and four, this is when you want to meditate. This is when you want to listen to those affirmations on loop. This is when you want to do the mind work, right? Do the uprooting and really reprogram your mind because anybody, most people are kind of sleepy during this time of night. Now there are some night owls, but we're not talking about them, right? Even I am a person who goes to bed really, really late, but even at one o'clock in the morning, I'm sleepy-ish, right? So this is like the perfect time to start reprogramming your mind. And then the Kardashian episode came out. And at the very beginning of the episode, Kris Jenner was naming off the 50 million 11 team businesses that she helps to run, start and run, maintain, market, all of the things for all of her children. And she was in her gym on the treadmill and uh, she mentioned that she wakes up every morning at 4 a.m. And so I saw that episode first and then I read um, that part in the book and that's when the light bulb went off. So like them, love them, hate them, right? The Kardashian family is one of the most wealthiest, well-known families in the world. And I don't think anybody will argue with me in saying that um, Kris Jenner, it's all her, right? She is a marketing genius, right? And the fact that she gets up at four o'clock in the morning and looking at how successful her entire family is, that says a lot to me. And again, I have studied many people over the years. Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher that used to be um, his name, but now I think he's just E.T. He wakes up really early every single morning. That's something he's been preaching. Now, that's not everybody. That's not for everybody. But there's something definitely, um, there's something there. For the people who are really, really successful and they say that they get up really early in the morning, there's definitely something there. But then, you know, Joe Dispenza mentions reprogramming your subconscious mind between those hours. I just felt that that was so powerful. So that is something, again, I know it's not for everybody to wake up that early in the morning, but if you can do it like once a week, you know, find like on a weekend, on a day off, if you can get up really early in the morning and do that mindset work, meditate, listen to those affirmations, I think that would be powerful. That's kind of a side note. It really had nothing to do with this episode, but I definitely felt like it was worth mentioning. But this is what I want for you all to do. I want for you all to write down every single thing that you want not thinking about your current circumstances, not thinking about your past circumstances, but I want you to, what do you want? Write down what you want. And I don't care how outlandish it may sound. What do you want? And I feel like I say this every episode. I ask, what do you want? And there's a reason I do that. And it's because, as I've said many times before, most people don't get what they want because they don't know what they want, right? So we've had this conversation. Most people do not know what they truly, truly want. There's no clarity surrounding what they really want. Therefore, they get nothing or they just get more of what they already have, which is what most people don't want anymore. 
So let's go ahead and make up some, some things. I just want to get the juices flowing. I want to give you guys some ideas, right? So let's say you have a business, okay, a career, some investments, whatever, and your two-year goal, your one-year goal, by the end of this year, you want to earn, let's stick with $10 million, okay? Write that down. Let's roll with that because you just never know. I think everybody is just like one viral video away from becoming a multimillionaire. There are so many people who have that story, right? So it's not outlandish at all, okay? So let's say you want your business, your brand, your investments to earn you $10 million in a 12-month period of time. Cool, we're going to write that down. Uh, I would say the next thing is let's... Go on vacation whenever we want. I have this, now I've told you guys before, I'm afraid of heights. I'm not a fan of flying. I've only flown to Europe and to Vegas last year my entire life. That's it. I do not travel because I'm afraid of flying. Well, I'm not afraid of flying. I'm afraid of falling out of the sky. But we're going to put that fear aside. (laughs) We're going to put that fear aside. And, um, because I do, even though I don't like flying, I do have this desire to travel at least once a month. I want to be able to just pick up and, and, and decide, okay, I just really feel like going to Paris today. Let's just grab our toothbrushes, put on something very comfortable. We'll shop when we get there. Let's go. Right. So that's our next goal, being able to travel at least once a month, all right? So we need something to drive. So my ultimate, ultimate, tippity-tip-top ultimate dream car is the Lamborghini, is it Urus? 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 I really don't know how to say it, but O-M-G. G like it is just the cutest thing I was walking around shopping last year in the woodlands which is my favorite suburb of Houston um Market Street is like super cute it's like you walk outside to the different stores and it's it's a, it's a whole vibe um and anytime I need to get something from Louis Vuitton that's the location that I go to shout out to my essay Carly um but I was there the last year and it was my first time I had no idea what this car was I had never seen it before but it was black and I just have this thing about black vehicles oh black on black it was so it is literally the sexiest car I've ever seen so it's the Lamborghini I'm gonna say Iris because I don't really know but I think that car starts around a quarter of a million yeah we want that like we want that's a whole house here in Texas you can buy a really nice house for a quarter of a million dollars so it's a whole house but that's what we want right so we made ten thousand dollars this year I mean ten million excuse me ten million dollars this year so what's a two hundred and fifty three hundred thousand dollar car it's literally nothing okay so what else do we want Maybe for those of us who love to shop, maybe we can um, see ourselves having stylists bring wardrobes to our home. We get to try them on, keep what we want, shoes, handbags, jewelry, all of the things. 
uh, maybe we want a chef. Now, you don't have to make a lot of money to have a personal chef. You, you just don't. You don't have to make a lot of money to have a housekeeper either, right? That's pretty, you know, you can have an average, maybe an above average income and still be able to have a chef. But that's like something that I want is someone to come in. I just got trust issues, really. That's what keeps me from doing it now. Um, but I'm going to work through all of my trust issues. and But for the sake of this exercise, right, we are going to hire a personal chef to come in at least a couple of times a week to meal prep for us, to make dinner for us. We're going to have a housekeeper come in two to three times a week just to free up our time, right? Like, what do we want our lives to look like? We want to be able to get up and take our health seriously. We're working out. Uh, we're getting the facials and uh, we're able to buy like the best of ingredients, organic ingredients. And we live in a home that's super, super clean because we have a housekeeper that comes three times a week. And it's just not a whole lot that we have to worry about. Right. Like the the thing that we need to focus on the most is staying in alignment. Like, can you imagine that being the hardest thing that you have to do every day is just stay in alignment. That's all you have to do. When you stay in alignment, the $10 million a year, the lavish vacations once a month, the Lamborghini, Urus, Urus, oh God, somebody correct me. <laughs> None of that is outlandish. Can you, I want you guys to close your eyes. Really, really, really participate in this exercise with me. I want you guys to close your eyes and just think about meditating and staying in alignment being the hardest thing that you have to do every day. Can y'all see that? Can you feel it? Like, can you imagine? I want you guys to imagine being able to have everything that you want, getting to a place where you have everything that you want, everything that you want, all of the love, you're super healthy, Everybody around you is happy. You are doing what you love to do. You're doing what you're passionate about. So it's all easy, right? I want you guys to just imagine that. All I have to do is stay in alignment. You got one job and it's to stay in alignment. Because when you stay in alignment then everything is magnetized to you with zero effort from you. I want you guys from today on, whatever day you're listening to this episode, to live in La La Land. I want you to have dreams that are so big that people would say you're crazy. That's never going to happen. If you can tell your dreams to somebody and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. I can see that happening. They're not big enough. It's not big enough. You're thinking too small. Your ask is too small. If you can tell somebody your goal and they say to you, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that happening. It is too freaking small. So when I tell you guys to really think about what you really want, no matter how outlandish it sounds, that is what I want you to write down and that is what I want you to focus on. So when you're doing your meditations, 
I want you to focus on that and tell yourself every single day, my only job is to stay in alignment. And then you don't have to worry about how the 10 million is going to come. You don't have to worry about how you're going to pay $250,000, for a vehicle. You don't have to worry about how you're going to afford a brand new vacation every single month. You're not going to have to worry about how you're going to pay your housekeepers, your personal chef, your personal stylist. You're not going to have to worry about any of that because it all comes so easily when you stay in alignment. Now, is that going to be easy for you to do? Mm, Not so much, right? Because you are not the only person that lives in this world, but that's your only focus. And know that distractions are going to come. People are going to try to pull on your energy. People are going to do their best to piss you off. Like society is a thing and there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world. Your one and only job is to stay in alignment. So when you feel like your energy is being pulled to the left or to the right, uh -uh, get back in alignment. That is your one and only job. Meditating is going to be wildly beneficial and crucial for this whole process. And this comes up because I did a reading for my daughter um, the other night, a couple nights ago. And this is what came up in the message for her. Like she needed to take like a day. And this particular day, the instruction was clean your home, stay at home, And keep on your meditation music and meditate as much and as long as she can for the entire day in order to bring about this clarity that she needs around this particular area in her life. So even though that message was for her, I'm giving it to you guys as well because it is so, I just know that it's really going to help shift a lot of things in her life. And meditating is, oh my God, meditating is just becoming one with yourself, becoming hyper-focused on whatever your visualization is and on your breathing, right? Breathing is a source of life, okay? And so if you can just stay there, if you can meditate for as long as you can, whatever is allowed in your schedule every single day, if you can squeeze in one hour of meditation every day, I promise if you do it, it's going to change your life. I promise it will change your life. Okay? So your one and only job is what, y'all? To stay in alignment. So your two assignments. Write down all of the things that you want, no matter how outlandish they sound. We're going to live in the world of Lala. Okay? The land of Lala. We are all going to be hella fucking delusional. And we're going to stay in alignment our one and only job stay in alignment and keep all of your goals and your dreams in focus like the top of your mind stay in alignment when things seem to get hard or you start to doubt I just want you to think about the things that you want and tell yourself in order for me to manifest these things all I have to do is stay in alignment now what does it look like to stay in alignment that's just keeping your energy high And staying focused on the things that you want. Okay? Staying hyper-focused on the things that you want. 
that's really it. Keeping your energy high, knowing that your energy is going to be pulled on. It's just your responsibility to get it back up. That's it. That's all. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I look forward to hanging out with y'all every single day next month. But until next Monday, go out and manifest some epic shit.